Good morning and welcome to day 29 of Morning Prayer with St Cuthbert. Let us pray. Almighty Creator, who hast made all things, the world cannot express all thy glories. Even though the grass and the trees should sing, thou hast wrought such a multitude of wonders that they cannot be equalled or expressed. It is not too great toil to praise the Trinity. It is not too great toil to praise the Son of Mary. Amen. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, in your great goodness. According to the abundance of your compassion, blot out mine offences. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence, and righteous in your judgment. For I have been wicked even from my birth, a sinner when my mother conceived me, Behold, you desired truth deep within me, and shall make me understand wisdom in the depths of my heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear of joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Turn your face from my sins and blot out all my misdeeds. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me again the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your gracious Spirit. Then shall I teach your ways to the wicked. and sinners shall return unto you. Deliver me from my guilt, O God, the God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. 
for you desire no sacrifice, else would I give it. You take no delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. O be favourable and gracious to Zion. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will accept sacrifices offered in righteousness, the burnt offerings and oblations. Then shall they offer up bulls on your altar. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Take away, good Lord, the sin that corrupts us. Give us the sorrow that heals, and the joy that praises, and restore by grace your own image within us that we may take our place among your people, in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Gospel reading this morning comes from Luke chapter 15, beginning to read at verse 11. And Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the share of the property that belongs to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the young son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him, and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. 
he was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. He said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad. For this, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Here ends the Gospel reading. Let us pray. God, guide me with thy wisdom. God, chastise me with thy justice. God, help me with thy mercy. God, protect me with thy strength. God, shield me with thy shade. God, fill me with thy grace. For the sake of thine anointed Son. Amen. Chapter 29 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert. One day, as Cuthbert was going round the diocese, giving saving counsel in all the houses and hamlets of the countryside, and laying his hand on the newly baptised, so that the grace of the Holy Spirit might come down upon them, he came to the house of a member of the royal bodyguard, whose wife lay ill and seemed to be dying. The man ran to meet him, knelt down, and thanked God that he had come, brought him into the house, and made him most welcome. After the formal hospitality of having his hands and feet washed, the bishop sat down. Then the man told him that his wife was desperately ill, and begged him to bless some holy water to sprinkle on her. I am sure, he said, God will grant her a speedy recovery, or, if she must die, put an end to her long agony and take her without delay. Cuthbert had water brought, blessed it, and gave it to a priest to sprinkle over the sick woman. The priest entered her bedroom and found her lying there looking like a corpse. He sprinkled the bed sprinkled her, opened her mouth, and poured a little of the life-giving draught down her throat. The patient was quite unaware of what was being done, 
But as soon as the water touched her, an astonishing thing happened. She was immediately restored to full health, both of body and mind. She came to, blessed and thanked the Lord for deigning to send such guests to cure her, and then rising from her bed, ministered to those who had ministered to her, the patient tending the physicians. What a pleasant sight to see that of all the members of so noble a household, the lady of the house herself was the first to offer a drink to her guest, a guest whose blessing had just then removed the chalice of death from her own lips. She followed the example of Peter's mother-in-law, who, as soon as Christ had cured her of the fever, forthwith rose and ministered unto him and his disciples. Now we come to our prayers of intercession. Let us hold the world, our friends and neighbours and our communities, our church, before God. Blessed are you, O God, who has called into being all that exists, and whose creation is good and wholesome. We give thanks for the great vitality that stretches from one end of the world to the other, and from the depths of the seas to the heights of heaven, for the rising of the morning sun and its unfailing power of light, for the life-giving rains that moisten the earth and swell the rivers, and for all that grows emerging from the ground. Blessed are you, O God, for your living spirit breathed into humanity, for our souls active and inspired by your soul. But yours is the power over life and over death creativity that brings forth fruit from the soil, the might that sets free imprisoned spirits. These things lead us to be bringing our prayers to you, for all who suffer bondage of any kind, whether in outward captivity, bound by physical chains of cruelty and oppression or in prisons not made with human hands, where wrongs done are heavier than darkness, and kindness and tenderness seem banished. From evils that seize us in relationships, and from haunted inner chambers of our lives, where unexpected fears and temptations suddenly overwhelm us, release us, we pray. For ourselves and all your people, O God, hear our prayers for freedom through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. A collect after a prayer by St. Augustine. Almighty God, you have made us for yourself, 
and our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. Pour your love into our hearts and draw us to yourself. And so bring us at the last to your heavenly city where we shall see you face to face. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Finally, a prayer for ourselves. I weave into my life this day the presence of God upon my way. I weave into my life this hour the mighty God and all his power. I weave into my sore distress his peace and calm, and no less. I weave into my step so lame, healing and helping of his name. I weave into the darkest night strands of God shining bright. I weave into each deed done joy and hope of the risen Son. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.